This is an after-school program podcast. Welcome to the Home Studio Hangout Podcast, where we explore what it's like building, running, and working out of a home studio with your hosts, Joshua Matutuk, Andrew Simmons, and many guests in different areas of the music industry. What is up, friends? It's me, your boy, back with another solo episode. Previously stated, I was supposed to never do this again, yet here we are. Um, part of that is because I kind of wanted to follow up on the like last week's episode. Other part of that is because I feel like we talk a lot about like getting out of your comfort zone and... Uh, I like mama didn't raise no hypocrite. So today um, we're just going to be following up on last week. This episode is going to be about stress management and how to kind of combat all the things that I talked about last week. Um, But I'm going to be outlining some of the things that I've done over the past uh, six days that have drastically improved my uh my stress levels um other than that though uh i'm on track for my best month ever like your boy more than doubled his day job salary already and it is um it is only like the first week of april so that's very sick drew is still doing drew things still adapting to life with micah and he's still a content god. For those who don't know, I don't help out with this podcast at all. I'm just there. I show up and I'm like, I just came to help out. And that's what I do. I just help out with the actual recording part. And then I render everything off the Dropbox and I tell Drew to go have fun. And then he will sit there and he makes me sound pretty. He makes me look pretty. He releases everything. He's like, he is the podcast. So he's still doing all that while he has a little small bean. (laughs) That's like such a cringy 2015 term while he has a small child with him. um, What I'm going to do is we're just going to like, I actually made notes this time for those who actually watch our YouTube. I got two pages of notes. So we're just going to run through it. I feel like a preacher right now. All right. So in order to manage yourself, you have to hold yourself accountable, which is like common sense, but like, it's really hard to do in practice, especially if you're like me, where you'll just avoid things if it means that it makes your life a little bit easier. So last week, for those who didn't listen, I was talking about how I went to a function with some friends and I freaked out because I wasn't working. Um, so the first thing that came to mind because I talked about it on the podcast was using my planner. So the beginning of this week, well, I'm like not at a full week with my planner. It's kind of staggered, but so before the beginning of this week, 
I sat down and I planned out my next seven days. Um, and I basically broke it down into three things, which is work, my other work, and then things I need to do to function like as a human being, (laughs) which is like silly, but just breaking it down into those three things really helped out a lot. Another thing I've done is try to pick three important things that I need to get done. Um, so like for instance, today, my three things were go shopping, uh, knock out a sound design project and start a, um, full production project. And then I added in a fourth one, which is do this podcast. So I kind of do three important things per day. And if it's something that like is flexible, I'll add in another thing. So today I finished the sound design project, started the full production. Now I'm doing the podcast. I didn't go shopping. In fact, I didn't even shower until like 4 p.m. Just wasn't vibing with it today. So this really gave me a lot of clarity because it sounds so simple, but just putting down what you have to do really makes a huge difference. Um, it really helps you feel like you're in control because guessing or like being like, Hey, I have this list of 15 things I have to do tomorrow is like super, super overwhelming. Um, and it also helped me make time for the people that I care about because then I'm able to say, yeah, I'll be free then. Um, so basically how I'm scheduling things um, from like a day-to-day standpoint, like not so much the planner, but like how I'm structuring my days is I don't go through my emails at the beginning of the day. Um, some people like to do that. Some people don't. Some people, I heard that somebody was talking about how there's like some kind of system to being more productive where like you check your emails at lunchtime. I don't have like a hard stance on this. Like if an important email comes through in the morning, that's fine. But I try to answer all my emails in the afternoon um, throughout the evening. Plus, most people, here's some, here's some knowledge for you from Internet Department Josh. Most people are most accessible before 8.30 in the morning and after uh, 5.30 at night. That's just how it works. Most of that is because of the conventional 9 to 5. But if you think about it for like the people who don't really do that most of the crazy rushes that happen like whether it's for breakfast or um you know like traffic on the way home so even if you work retail typically you're still going to be more accessible during those times because your work slows down or people lose focus and they're more tied to their phones throughout the day as the day goes forward i should say so I don't really worry about that. Um, Emails never really bug me out. Actually, communication in general doesn't bug me out because I'm both really good yet really bad at getting back to people. Um, So it's probably something I need to work on. Eventually, I'm going to schedule certain times that I like check through everything. But for right now, I don't have any sort of like process in place. But yeah, I try to shoot for like mid to late day. And um 
I just like that because I'm not in like my morning manic tizzy and uh, I'm able to actually like take my time replying to things. Um, whenever I have new projects coming in, I like to move the small projects to the front. So for instance, the full production that I started today, I already had booked. Yesterday, I got hit up to do the sound design project. So I immediately started at like 11 p.m. last night just to like lay, like listen to the song, get a vibe, start picking out like samples and libraries that I wanted to use in it. And then I just closed it out, printed off like the first like 30 seconds of the song, sent it over and said, hey, is this the vibe? Woke up to a text message this morning saying, yes, that is in fact the vibe. And then I knocked out the rest of the track in like two hours. So the reason why I like to move small projects forward is because one, nobody should have to wait that long. Two, in a perfect world, I'd also be able to knock out full production super quickly. But with my day job, that's kind of difficult right now. So these smaller projects are kind of like the bread and butter of my existence because while like a full production pays, you know, five times more, um, it does take me a little bit of extra time to do. And uh, my artists are already on board with that. But I like to think if I'm like, if I was to send out a song for additional production or sound design or something like that, I wouldn't expect somebody to, you know, shoot me back the tracks within, you know, 24 hours. So that was really cool doing that. And then before I hopped on here, they uh, finally all got back to me and I killed it in the first pass. So that's sick. Um, I just don't believe in making people wait for simple stuff. So that's kind of the, (laughs) there's a few reasons behind it, but it's mostly because that last one, like, I just think it's silly to be like, well, you're going to have to get in line and wait. Like, dude, it's a cheap project. Just knock it out. Takes you no time. Um, on top of that, it was a blast. I love doing those kinds of projects. Um, whenever I'm like scheduling out time to work on these projects, I either go in two or four hour blocks, which like I used to be very adamant about. And then I slipped away from as my free time got way smaller. And so I've been doing that where I either work on something for two hours or I work on something for four hours and I take a ton of breaks. Um, last night I was doing mix revisions And I even, uh, well, I did one mix revision on one new mix. And so I kind of did the same thing where I um, knocked out one mix revision. As that was rendering, I played two games of Call of Duty because I wanted to unlock the ISO because I haven't played Call of Duty in so long. And then I went back and immediately dove into a brand new mix, got the rough, like knocked out in under a half hour, rendered that out, sent it out to make sure it's the vibe. Haven't heard back yet, but you know, finding ways to kind of just pace yourself through these things is super, super important. And, uh, I feel like I was, you know, listening to the same thing for hours. If I couldn't understand what I had to do, I would just get frustrated. Um, a way around this is to send constant updates. So I send updates to my artists constantly, whether it's cell phone videos or rendering off sections of the song. 
I just send them out and I'm like, Hey, what do you think about this sound? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? They're able to then easily digest that 30 second clip and give me a yes or no answer instead of, Hey, we like, we talked about the project you paid me and then I just produced the entire thing. Um, you know, what, uh, what do you think about this? And then they come back with 50 notes on, you know, what they want to change or whatever. That's all really avoidable. If you just send out quick snippets and be like, Hey, is this right? Because getting a yes or no answer says a lot more than 18 paragraphs of words. So I've been doing that and it's been working out great because if it's a no, then you didn't waste four hours producing a whole track. You only wasted an hour, you know, just producing the first part of it. Um, and then you're able to stop yourself before you get too deep. Um, another thing I do, I don't force ideas at all. So um, a good example of this was last week. I was working on a, uh, a production I was just listening to it and I felt like the vocal wasn't vibing with the track. And I was like, man, what do I do? And I could have easily sat there and screwed it up even worse, but instead I just turned it off. And then I watched anime and came back to it and I was able to knock it out. Um, actually same thing kind of happened today. Whenever I started that production project, I just, was going through it and I was like, yeah, the vibe isn't right, but I'm also not in the right headspace to figure out what that vibe is. So I did all of the like editing and comping stuff, like the little things that are just annoying, organized the session, replaced a couple sounds that I thought were supposed to be there. And then I just left it alone because if you're not feeling inspired to work on something, there's no way that you can possibly do it justice. Um, now, you know, if you're working on like a major label project with hard deadlines, I'm sure that it'll get to a point where, you know, you have to work through those things. Um, I'll point you over to the Matt Rad podcast once again, because uh, those guys have to do it constantly. Um, or even worse, they like kill a track and then the team comes back with notes that just ruin it. But Whatever, we won't get too far into that because I ain't famous. Um, aside from the four-hour and two-hour blocks that I work in, I'm also taking a ton of breaks. Uh, those breaks include getting up to go get another glass of water, getting up to get more caffeine, getting up to just get up, getting up to, pit, to pet your cat, um... Shout out to Jeff, best cat in the world. Um, going to the gas station just to make sure that your favorite gas station attendant is doing okay. All those different things can be breaks. You could go for a walk. You could call your friend. You could call your mother because you haven't called her in weeks and she probably hates you for it. Um, there's a lot of different things that you can do. Um, the most important part is to just simply get away from your speakers um, I used to like watch like quick videos, like, uh, 
look up like plugin demos. I think everybody kind of has like a list of plugins in their head that they want to use, but they haven't actually got or like demoed yet. <laughs> so uh, I used to like just like check out other plugins and software and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you're still listening on the same set of speakers. And so I think it's a good idea to just completely remove yourself from that and ideally be in a quieter environment or at least one that doesn't have music. Um, another thing I do well, another reason why I do all that is mostly just to avoid demoitis. Um, it's really like if you listen to a bad track 20 times and then make it good, you're going to think it sounds weird. Um, so that's a big one. I'll just take a break, check my Facebook and Instagram DMs, get back to artists, get back to friends, send stupid Snapchats to my brother, and go get another beverage and then go back to work. Another thing I do is I track my project, my progress. Drew does this in pipe drive. Um, I never really had a project tracking thing. Like I had like, I had it a part of like my pipe drive thing. So like Drew has like different stages in one pipeline as far as like the deal process goes. So you have like lead contact, no contact, uh, proposal, negotiation, whatever, uh, closed. And then you have the other pipeline, which is like, uh, mix prep, mix revisions, finished deliverable sent or whatever. And, uh, I like tried out Trello I think I like Trello. I haven't used it enough. I haven't made it a part of my workflow. Trello is actually, there's a really cool CRM system to Trello, which I really want to talk about, but I probably should save for another episode because it's just going to be another 20 minutes of me rambling. Um, but it's very similar to Pipedrive. It's not as cool as Pipedrive, but it's free. So for those who don't want to spend 30 bucks a month on pipe drive, to be honest, since I scaled back and I only take on like, I take on smaller, I take on a smaller amount of projects, but they're all higher ticketed. So I don't really need to use a project tracking system, but lately I have been getting into mix work, sound design work, which are super quick turnarounds. Um, and they're high volume. So like for my full production stuff, I don't need to track it. Cause like right now I have three songs that I'm working on that are full production and that's it for this month. But for the sound design and mix stuff, definitely figure out a way to track your progress. Um, Cause it's really easy to forget about a project. And then that's just, that's another day that that person has to wait. Um, and I would make it make a habit about doing that for anything, whether it's your friend who you're talking to about like uh, helping you out with mix prep or, you know, you promised somebody you'd send them a list of your top 10 plugins. Thankfully, we made a podcast episode for that. So I stopped having to type it out, um, you know, just some way to kind of track what you have to do. Uh, Trello is probably the best free option. 
pipe drive is the best paid option. Do not dive down the CRM rabbit hole. I used really complex CRMs uh, working in the internet department at a car dealer um, that were super powerful. I could run all these reports. We're small businesses. You don't need anything crazy. You need two things. One, all the people that are hitting you up, how much their project's worth. Um, are they going to work with you or are they not going to work with you? Like, it's super simple. Their time frame, like stuff like that, and their contact info. Um, you don't need anything crazy. And I've tried every single consumer CRM. Just get Pipedrive or Trello with a, um, I forget the add-on, but we're going to talk about it again. See, this is what I'm talking about. I said I wasn't going to go down the rabbit hole, and here I am going down the rabbit hole. This is why we need Drew. I just get derailed constantly. <sighs> All right. Um, so, yeah, you just need a way to track your progress. What I've been doing is I, I literally just write it down because for me, it's pretty simple. It's did I start it? Did they listen to what I started? Did they like it? Did I finish it? It's pretty simple. So I've been taking a notebook with me everywhere I go. Actually, it's this notebook and it's a Paradise Hills edition. Shout out to my brother. He got this printed for me and it was a Christmas present. I actually cried. I don't cry when I get presents, but for whatever reason, this notebook made me cry. Um, and so in here, I just have all of the songs that I'm working on. I have general follow-up on here as well. Um, then I have stuff from my day job that I wrote in here. And then I have the podcast notes and been using that for probably four out of the five or six days that I've been on this train. And it's already helped out a lot. I used to think that like paper and pen was kind of silly. Um, but there's something to be said about physically writing down your thoughts and like what you're working on or whatever. Um, well, I think I am going to start making a habit about using Trello and pipe drive more. I know for a fact that the notebook is just going to stay because it's just so great to just have that, like something that's separate from your cell phone. When I'm working, I don't want to be on my cell phone. There's too many distractions. Like I deleted my Twitter because it was always making me sad. And like, um, I literally forced myself to not go on TikTok because I know if I go on TikTok, I'll be there for six hours. So, you know, having something that isn't digital is, I think is super, super important, especially whenever you're constantly surrounded by technology. Like we don't work in a field where someone's hitting us up when we go chop down a tree or change a tire or you know what I mean? Like we don't do manual labor. I mean, I guess a recording engineer could be if you're setting up mics, but like we're in front of a computer when we work, we're in front of a computer when we're not working. And when we're not in front of it, in front of a computer, we're in front of our cell phone. So just being able to like have something tangible that isn't a cell phone is really, really huge. Um, highly recommend it. If you want a limited edition Paradise Hills notebook, hit up your boy, DM me on Instagram, and I'll have Jacob send you one. 
I have no clue how much they cost, but they're probably very inexpensive. And he, he gets them, so they're spiral bound. Means for easy folding. Look how much folding this does. If you're listening to the podcast and you're not watching the YouTube, you're missing out right now. It's just effortless, man. Highest of quality. I'll tell you what, definitely recommended. So in short, just to like wrap up this other short episode, these are actually kind of fun because I'm able to just like babble for 20 minutes and then call it quits. <laughs> um, to wrap up for today, this past week, I already feel like I'm getting better. Probably not where I want to be. Where I want to be is like working out a ton um, every single day, eating right every single day. Still not there yet. I've tried. Like I did a bunch of meal prep. Microwave broke at work. It was really sad. Um, plus, I learned that like meal prepping salmon <laughs> isn't really the best thing if you're a texture person. Because like once you heat it up, it's just really mushy. Anyway, um, I'm still not there like health wise yet, but I feel like I'm already making progress towards, um, you know, being completely booked up, working full time, and still being a good you know, uh, boyfriend, brother, son, friend, and uh, I think that's what's the uh, most important thing right now. So. Make sure that you're tracking your progress. Make sure you're taking the time to do these things. Um, you know, today was a day off for me. I had a lot of free time and I spent a lot of time just laying down as my form of taking breaks today. It was actually a pretty exhausting day. And I think that it's important to realize that every day isn't going to be your best and you're going to have a lot of bad days, but how you work through the bad days says a heck of a lot more about who you are than who you are whenever you're having a great day and you do okay. So the fact that I was able to complete everything that I wanted to do today, besides running to the store, which is whatever, it's not even urgent. I'll stop after work tomorrow. Um, that was huge for me because this morning I wanted to just stay in bed all day. I did not feel good. So Make sure you're tracking your progress. Make sure you're scheduling time. Make sure you're taking breaks. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. Um, and yeah, I will see you next week. I, I think I think Drew's, I, his idea was to take three weeks off. So he thinks that I'm going to have at least one guest while he's gone, but he doesn't know it yet. But it's just going to be me. So... Uh. Until next time. And that's it for this episode of the Home Studio Hangout Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Go check us out on Instagram at Home Studio Hangout. Give us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And don't forget, keep on creating. See you next week.